Hello and welcome to our devotions. I hope you're having a wonderful day today and let us begin with some music. Our scripture passage comes to us today from Mark chapter 5, beginning at verse 21. Hear now the word of the Lord. When Jesus had crossed again in the boat to the other side, a great crowd gathered around him and he was by the sea. Then one of the leaders of the synagogue named Jairus came and when he saw him fell at his feet and pleaded with him repeatedly, my little daughter is at the point of death. Come and lay your hands on her so that she may be made well and live. So he went with him and a large crowd followed him and pressed in on him. Now there was a woman who had been suffering from a flow of blood for 12 years. She had endured much under many physicians and had spent all that she had and she was no better, but rather grew worse. She had heard about Jesus and came up behind him in the crowd and touched his cloak. For she said, if I but touch his cloak, I will be made well. Immediately, her flow of blood stopped and she felt in her body that she was healed of her disease. Immediately aware that power had gone forth from him, Jesus turned about in the crowd and said, who touched my cloak? And his disciples said to him, you see the crowd pressing in on you. How can you say who touched me? He looked all around to see who had done it. But the woman, knowing what had happened to her, came in fear and trembling, fell down before him and told him the whole truth. He said to her, daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace, be healed of your disease. While he was still speaking, some people came from the synagogue leader's house to say, Your daughter is dead. Why trouble the teacher any further? But overhearing what they said, Jesus said to the synagogue leader, Do not be afraid, only believe. He allowed no one to follow him except Peter, James, and John, the brother of James. When they came to the synagogue leader's house, he saw a commotion, people weeping and wailing loudly. 
When he had entered, he said to them, Why do you make a commotion and weep? The child's not dead, but sleeping. And they laughed at him. Then he put them all outside and took the child's father and mother and those who were with him and went in where the child was. Taking her by the hand, he said to her, Talita kum, which means little girl, get up. And immediately the girl stood up and began to walk about. She was 12 years of age. At this, they were overcome with amazement. He strictly ordered them that no one should know this and told them to give her something to eat. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O God, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. Jesus in this passage is not a healer just for the sake of healing. Jesus says that faith makes us well. Have you had times in your life when faith was needed but hard to find? My husband was born and raised in Sarasota and he took on sailing at a very young age. He's always been a fan of small sailboats and sailing in the Sarasota Bay rather than going out in the Gulf. Well, on our first ever trip alone after having kids, they were eight and 12, we decided to trailer our 22-foot boat to the Keys and launch it somewhere close to the last few small islands in July with no AC, of course, and no engine because he is a purist. I was excited to go and to spend some time alone with my husband for the first time since having the kids, and I love the idea of an adventure. I seem to be strangely attracted to wild experiences in my time off of work. But with July, comes, as you know, the storms which we are having right now. We were lucky on the first late afternoon. We only observed a water spout far in the distance. It didn't come any close. On the second day, things were going well, but the weather took a rapid turn and the sky changed color and dark clouds formed faster than we could have expected it. We were sailing parallel with Boca Chica, the island right before Key West. And that one, I believe, is used only for government and military work with nobody living on it. Well, looking at the sudden lightning in the distance and feeling an intense wind picking up, I proposed, no, I insisted that we abandon ship. Realizing that the tall wooden mast was the highest point anywhere near, which would surely attract a bolt of lightning. I packed our phones and keys in a waterproof bag. And we grabbed a couple of water containers. We put down the anchor and hopped in the dinghy. And in the high wind and tall waves with a stormy sky all around, my husband rode vigorously toward the island. We hit the shallow water quite early on, and we had a ways to go before we would make it to shore. The dinghy couldn't get us any closer. Well, not a problem. We got out of the dinghy only to sink in thigh deep in the sand, losing our shoes way deep and having to pull on our shorts to get our legs out. We tried a few steps, but there was no improvement. It was quite a scary feeling to sink so deeply. 
my quicksand nightmares from my youth were resurfacing. I did not like any of this. The storm's still coming. We're out of a boat, out of the dinghy, sinking with every step and yet so far from shore. We could not continue upright, so we decided to start crawling. With that, we crushed our Publix water jugs and all the fresh water gushed out. It's July, storm is coming, we lost our water, no way to reach the shore by foot, and what would be the point anyway, since nobody would be there to help. Definitely no other boats around, but our sailboat abandoned in the far distance, no cell reception. Exhausted and out of options, we crawled back toward the dinghy and just laid in it, just waiting. The wind was howling, the skies all around were lit up with lightning. We could hear the thunder rumbling in the distance. But for some reason, a deep peace just washed over us. All the earlier panic, well, mostly from me, of course, disappeared, and a great sense of calm overcame both of us. And the storm never really came to us. The rain never touched us. The lightning stayed far. The wind eventually died down, and the sun came back out. When we finally accepted that we had no control on the situation, we finally let go of our fears and truly believed that we would be okay. And no matter what, our faith just took over. Trusting in God in times of despair can be difficult, and we don't always know the outcome of our situation. But what a wonderful feeling when we let go and let God, says the old cliche. Our faith makes us well. Let us pray. Gracious God, in the storms of life, we ask for your calming presence. As your son healed the women who suffered in this story, we ask for your healing touch in all that troubles us, whether physically or mentally. And we pray you will send a peace of Christ which surpasses all understanding. And it's in his name that we pray. Amen.